Welcome to Our Family Stories, the only podcast that shares stories about my awesome family, the Clausens, Hawkins, Victors, and a few visitors here and there. I love you guys, and I hope you enjoy this episode of Our Family Stories. One of my favorite car, and this is probably the car I drove, was 1956 Ford. It was a blue, blue, it had a had chrome through the middle on each side, and so it was a light blue on top and a blue on the bottom. It was, it was a cool car. Ray Conniff was a band that, that was really popular at the time. And when I took those two guys out, you could hear in the stands a big roar, like, Hey guys, welcome to episode 6. What you just listened to were a few gems from a very rich recording uh, that we did with Dad about his memories about junior high and high school. And I think you guys are going to get a kick out of it. There's a lot of really fun and neat stories I'd never heard and I would suspect that a lot of you hadn't heard before as well. So um, what you're listening to in the background is that band that he was talking about, Ray Conniff. And, you know, one thing that I like to think about with uh, this music is I love to think about dad on Loma Vista, the street he grew up on. Beautiful palm tree lined street. I mean, really perfect and just such a great area. And I like to think about him in that car that he just talked about in his blue jeans and his white t-shirt driving down the street listening to a song just like this as a teenage boy. And dad, we love you so much and uh, obviously we are so appreciative of everything that you've done for us and this is just such a great thing to be able to hear some of these memories and stories that you have to tell. So hope everybody enjoys and let it roll. Yeah, we're live. All right, so I wanted to talk about high school time for you, and I was curious. I have some questions and and some things that I'd like to talk about, but why don't you tell me where you went to where you went to high school? The uh, the school system in Pasadena was set up that there was. There was uh, junior highs throughout the city, and those and those uh, junior highs went from seventh grade to tenth grade, and then there was a high school after that. And when I was going to school, the uh, or when I was in junior high, the high school was met at the junior college down on Colorado Boulevard, and so it was kind of a split. They had junior college there, and they had high school there. So when I was a junior in college or in high school, uh, that's where I went. I went to the high the junior college for for high school, but in the twelfth grade they uh, they built a new high school which was on oh uh, out on the east side of Pasadena, and so I was the first high school class to go there, first one to graduate, and it was it was kind of special to try to set traditions and try to make it make it all work that's interesting i it's not you don't, I, you don't hear that very often where where you go through 10th grade into junior high and then you only have those two years in, no, in high no. school it was uh well thought of at the time they had six or seven junior highs and we would compete with each other in track and football and baseball and it was really a, a pretty good setup for, and then they do drama and, and other things too. So when they when they built the high school, was it the high school just still for tenth or eleventh, or did they incorporate? Did they start or eleventh and twelfth, or did they incorporate the young like sophomores at that time? I well, 
I'm pretty sure it was, uh, at that time, I'm pretty sure it was 10th or 11th and 12th, my first year of high school. Um, I think it's changed since then, and and the whole the whole school school system has changed. We got into a political thing after I left. They did they wanted to bus do busing and bus the blacks to the the east side, and so so the the schools just changed. Even the junior high that I went to went from a junior high to a um, different type of school system. So it it changed, but but when I was going there, it was really in 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 intact, and it was well thought of. Actually, it was thought of throughout the country. They look at that as a model. But and then then the race racism uh, came up, or the race uh, situation, and then it changed. So 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 to back up a little bit, what are you saying? Like when you graduated. What did you mean when you, they said they wanted to bust the black kids over to the east side? Well, the west side of town was black and the east side was white. Uh-huh. And we would still play each other. There's McKinley Junior High and and um, uh, Lincoln Junior High that were pretty black. And then, then there was the white side that... Uh, uh, that that didn't have very many blacks in it, but blacks and whites really wasn't an issue when I went. When I was, for me, I I had black guys in high school and we played together, and some of my good friends were black guys, and and uh, but down the road after '65, they passed some legislation, federal legislation, and the school boards tried to enter. To inter, integrate the blacks and the whites, and so they would bust them. They changed the school system and everything, and that's what happened. Hmm, interesting. How close? How close did you live to the high school? Mm, it's probably about uh, two and a half miles. Oh, okay. So how'd you get that? How'd you get to school? Um, I think in in. I think I drove a lot of the time. Um, I didn't bus, and I think I think Grandma and Grandpa allowed me to drive one of the cars quite a bit of the time. That's what I did. So, did you guys have like two cars, and Grandpa took a car, and then you take one to school, or did you guys have three cars? What did you guys do? We never had three cars, and so I guess Grandma. I, I may have gone with some friends to pick me up and go to school, but I don't I don't remember all that. So, uh, what kind of cars did you guys have? Do you remember any of your cars that you guys had? Yeah, we had a we had a a yellow Buick. We had uh, had a nineteen. Let me think. What my favorite car, and this is probably the car I drove was. 1956 Ford. It was a blue, blue. It had a had chrome through the middle on each side, and so it was a light blue on top and a blue on the bottom. And uh, that was kind of my car when I was. Sounds like a beautiful car. It was. It was a cool car. It was <laughs> kind of a hard top. It had a hard top, but but the post wasn't in the middle, and so it was. It was, it was a fun car. Yeah. So like nowadays are you know like some of the state-of-the-art features are we have backup cameras we have you know uh blind spot sensors we even have like self-driving cars now back then what were like some of the cool features in a car like if somebody got a new car and they had can you remember any features like oh it had this feature this feature and that was really cool at the time well signaling was a new feature Yeah, really. Yeah, I, I remember when I, I think when I first started that we would roll down the window, and even though we had the signals, it was just a habit to put your arm out. You put it out to turn right, or put it up to turn left, and and uh, it, it took a while to get that um, to get over get, that to get, to get used to that. Yeah, 
another feature that that affected me is I remember driving across Colorado Bridge one time, and my hood flew up in the air. And so I pulled over and, and put it down, but nowadays they don't, they have features that protect that, you know. Um, let's see, uh, we had white walls, tires, that was really a big thing then. Um, uh, it was a classy time for cars, Chevrolet, they, they came out with some really cool cars, but, uh, we just lived it, you know, we, we didn't, you know, I look back now, and I thought, that was awesome. That was awesome. That, that was, and I, in those days, I, I could, I could tell you every car. There was like nine or 10 cars that were really popular and being sold, you know, mm-hmm. and Chevy, Ford, Buick, Chrysler were the, the main, main companies, didn't have any. Uh, national or international cars, but uh, and each each company would have three or four different makes or brands, and so I could identify all those. And you know, cars cars were important to me. I I, I was aware of them. Cool. Uh, at that time, like while you're going to while you're going to high school, what were what were some of the things that were popular? What were some of the fads? What were things that were important to kids your age? Um, I think music was quite an instrumental thing in those days. Rock and roll came into into vogue. Um, Elvis Presley and uh, um, Fats Domino and oh, there's a number of of uh, let's see the platters, just a lot of lot of you know, a lot of black guys were into music, you know, and and uh, so that was that was a popular thing in those days. Um, movies movies were pretty amazing. It was time of really wonderful movies. Uh, musicals would come out, and they just. Um, we didn't have any of these, these shoot up and killing and fighting. Uh, there are more musicals and, and there are a lot of issues that were brought up in movies, but, uh, but um, would you say, I mean, it seemed like back then I always think of it as such a wonderful time of, as with, with the media of a lot of the movies were trying to teach like good morals and good messages. I mean, that was, was that some of my favorite movie stars. One was Jimmy Stewart, and then uh, uh, and my favorite actress was June Allison, and they were just good wholesome movies. They really were. And Jimmy Stewart, he just he he's the one that was in What a Wonderful Life, and uh, he just they just portrayed great great values, and it it was. When, during those times of the 50s, President um, Eisenhower was the president. And he, he set really a comfortable tone. It was right after the war and people were, were establishing themselves. And it was, it was a good time. It really was. So what were some of your favorite bands? Or, uh, sorry, what were like some of your, yeah, we didn't talk about, you mentioned some, but who was your favorite band at the time? I th- or singer, Ray Conniff was a band that that was really popular at the time. A couple of one of the, one one singer that I really liked was uh, um, Johnny Mathis, and he kind of a romantic singer, and we would uh, have parties and play music from him. And, and you guys have records and oh yeah, put yeah. on put on. So yeah, did we, you ever have? Did you have a record player in your guest house? Oh yeah, yeah. Grandma, Grandma, Grandpa had one. Music was important to them, and they liked they liked listening to that. Cool. Um, I, I'm going to prompt you a little bit because I do know a story you told me once that I'd like you to share, where one of your friends asked Grandma Clausen about Elvis Presley. Do you remember <laughs> that story? Yeah, yeah. It was Drew, Drew Rogers. 
and he was in the car one day, and we were talking, we were driving along, and and um, the topic of Elvis Presley came up, and uh, Drew said, uh, "Miss Clausen, what do you, what do you think of uh, Elvis Presley? Because he was really popular right then." And, and she says, "Well, I think he's a communist." <laughs> 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 and communism was pretty pretty uh, significant at the time. We we were living in a cold world war, and uh, we did worry about commun communists and infiltrating. And in fact, my junior high president was a counter spy for the government, and uh, as a as a communist spy. So it was it was a was an item at that time. Hmm. Um, so how many how many kids did you graduate with? Uh, there was like uh, one thousand. There's probably about eleven hundred students that you graduated. Yeah, with? my 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 high school. Wow. Yeah. So, holy cow! I didn't know. I didn't know it was that big. So. So between the junior class and the senior class, you guys had like two thousand kids going. There's two thousand in the in the high school, yeah. Because yeah. mom told me yesterday she graduated with like hundred and fifty. Yeah, it's quite yeah. a different experience. I I was the the uh, senior class president for the high school. So um, tell me a little bit. Tell me a little bit about that. Um, so you were. Did you run? Do you run your junior year to become senior class president? It kind of it kind of goes back to like eighth and ninth grade. The junior high was uh, a four year four year high school or four year junior high, and and one of my friends ran for office and he got it, and I thought that's really cool. And I remember Grandpa encouraging me to run, and so I ran and became. Senior class or uh, student body president in the in the junior high, and that was two thousand class, two thousand members, and uh, I I was I was involved in sports, and it gave me some notoriety, and that's kind of how I got my my. Uh, um, attention and. And I don't know, I'm sorry. So you're fine. I didn't. Um, I didn't know that you were class president in junior high as well. That's. I was student body president in junior high. Student body president in junior high, and then uh, student, and then senior, the senior class president. Senior class president in, in high, high school. school. Yeah, I did run for junior. <coughs> I did run for senior for uh, student body president in high school, and got beat. And, and then after, and then you ran for a senior body. Senior. Senior class president, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was there at that time, like, did did you do, you know how, like, now the kids will do, like, posters and they'll have, like, slogans and different things like that? Did you guys do anything like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. So what was what was your marketing? Like, what kind of marketing did you guys do? Did you do posters? Did you have, like, a certain saying? What was that like? Do you remember? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember that. I I kind of ran on my my uh, popularity. I was involved with sports and had I people people knew who I was and and I I don't I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be interesting. Uh, It'd be interesting. I'll think about that. I could one. I sort of like envision like Grandma Rosie getting behind you and. Helping you with the posters, like yeah. it just sounds like, yeah. like her scene. Yeah, we had to we had to give speeches and we had posters and passed out badges and and uh, um, and I had a lot of friends and they would help help promote my name too. So uh huh, cool. Um, so tell me, so I have to tell you, I I don't know who told me this. I remember having a conversation. Maybe it's like one of your uncles or cousins, but they they told me a story once where they're talking about somebody, some athlete, and they're like he and he said he had he had he had really good speed, like Steve Clausen speed, 
That's how he explained it to me, which I thought was really interesting. But we've never, I've never talked to you too much about like your, because uh, you ran track and field, right? I did track and field in junior high. And then I, I didn't pursue that in high school. I stayed with football and gymnastics. And that was kind of my, my focus. Okay, so let's let's go over a couple of those then. So let's so in junior high, were you only doing track, or did you do other sports in junior high as well? I did them all. Oh, I okay. I did football, football, baseball, gymnastics. I didn't do basketball and track, and uh, I did that um, through the ninth and tenth grade, and and they had a an award where. They gave it to the the best athlete in the junior high, and and I was given that that award. Um, I found I found as as I got older that I wasn't as fast as you know. There was more people, more stronger people that would come up, and and in and when I was younger, I could beat everybody, but then then it. Got more competitive. Caught you know. up too. Yeah. So tell me about um, tell me about track a little bit. What did you run in? What did you run in track? I ran I ran uh, the the low hurdles and uh, broad jumping. And what was what's broad jumping? It's uh, long jumping. Oh, okay. They've changed the name because broad jumping has. Has a bad connotation. <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't jumping with the broads. No, I wasn't jumping. <laughs> That's funny. So low hurdles. What does that? What does that mean? Uh, low hurdles was 120, 120 yards, and uh, I don't even know if they have low hurdles now. But but it fit my style. It fit my height. Um, I I. I I had a way of just stepping over. I, I wasn't a, I wasn't real orthodox with it. I just had a feel to step over him really well, and so if I get my timing down, I can beat anybody. And it was, I it was fun to do. So when I ran track, uh, we had like we had like a we had rubberized tracks. Uh-huh. And we had track spikes, and it seems like pretty. Technical. What were your what were your tracks like that you were running on? Yeah, dirt dirt tracks. Dirt yeah. tracks in your tennis shoes, or what did you wear? We had track shoes. They so had, you did have like spikes. They or? had real spikes on them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, did yeah. that, that sounds like it hurt? Did it yeah. hurt when you? No, ran? but they were kind of dangerous too. You know. Yeah. They they were spikes that came out. <laughs> so tell me about. Um, so I'm interested in gymnastics. I didn't know. I don't know if I knew that you did gymnastics. So tell me a little bit about your gymnastics. And was it more popular back then, gymnastics for, for males? Or is it about the same now? Because it's not as popular of a sport. Pop, uh, gymnastics was pretty popular back then. Yeah, it, uh, the junior college had a team that we would go down and watch, and they were really good. My focus was on uh, the parallel bars, and I didn't do all round. They had uh, they had some athletes that would do all, all around. I did the parallel bars and I did the vault, and I did tumbling, and um, I I here again, guys got better as they, we got older and stronger, and and I I did it in high school, but. Uh, Football probably was the, my focus. What I so let's talk. Um, I want to come to football. I want to spend more time with football. But let's touch real quick on baseball. When did you? This seems like what did you stop playing baseball in in ju- in junior high? I was thinking about that just today, and uh, baseball was probably one of my better sports that I really enjoyed doing. And I would play, when I was little, we would go down to the rec center, just play hour after hour. But um, I got into Little League high school, or Little League baseball and played on that and, and did did really well. 
Um, I, um, but what, what happened is, oh, and, and during, well, let's see, uh, what happened is from Little League, you went into Pony League or, or Babe Ruth League, and there was a coach that really wanted, wanted me to play for him, and, and I was really considering it, but they played on Sundays, and so, um, Grandma really would talk to me for a lot of lot of years. It may, it became apparent that playing on Sunday wasn't a good thing, and so I didn't try out for that. And so I kind of phased down on baseball. I did play uh, church ball, and we had really a good competition in the in the stake, and we play fast pitch. And uh, I had we played our our rivals. It was Las Flores, and and uh, we had really we were very competitive. But I ended up getting two Grand Slam home runs, and we beat them sixteen to fifteen in that game. And you got really two fun. Grand Slams in two, one game. Two Grand Slam home runs. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's a uh, quite a treat to hit one. Yeah, let alone I know two it. In a I game. know it. And it wasn't slow pitch; it was fast pitch, and they were good. You know, wow, that ball would come in there. And, but no, uh, um, I I had a good feel for it. I I uh, I I could hit, and I liked to feel, so it was fun. Were you wearing glasses back then as well? Mm-hmm, yeah. And what did you, how did you, did you guys, did you have something that secured them in the back or what did you do? I don't think so. I just, just, they just, did just they ever stay. fall off while you're playing? I imagine, yeah. Did you wear glasses while you're playing football? I, I wore, I wore contact lenses. Oh. Okay. I didn't wear, I didn't wear uh, glasses. And um, I think I, I think I, I wore them in, 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade, and more games than not, I would lose one. Your they, contacts? The contact. They'd <laughs> pop out. So after the game, they the coach would get all the players on their hands and knees and try to find my contact. They never found them, you know. So, so I, I mean, but a these, lot of your games you're playing partially blind, would well, you say? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And what were the contact lenses back? They were hard lens, uh-huh. and they were pretty big. Uh-huh. So I never liked them. And I, you know, I, I, they're hard to get in, and they didn't, they weren't comfortable. And yeah. So I just, I wore them when I needed to. But that's. And how did Grandpa Clausen feel every time you lost your contacts, and he had to buy more? No, I, I think what was happening it was they were just coming out, uh-huh. and so I was kind of a. Test product. So they were just testing them out yeah, with you, and yeah. so you got them maybe. So for... I go back in, and I say, okay, here's another one. Oh, they, that's they cool. Just, yeah. that's, that's a good deal. Yeah. So in baseball, uh, what position did you play? Like, what was your fielding position? Uh, I played I played shortstop and um, played shortstop, third base. But then I, but then, then in, in the the the, the 10th grade, I played right field. I just uh, kind of phased out of it. It just didn't last very long. Mm-hmm. And um, growing up, did you guys go out to the ballpark? Did Grandpa take you to professional games? Did yeah. Did you guys do anything are, like that? Those are really fond memories, yeah. So tell me a little bit about those. I think in 1959, the, the Brooklyn Dodgers uh, moved to Los Angeles they played in the Los Angeles Coliseum, and so they had this really short left field. They had this great big screen or net that they had to hit the ball over the net. Um, but they won the World Series, I think, in 60, or they went to the World Series. And so Grandpa got his tickets to those games, and we go to that those games. And um, he was a meat buyer, so he would always have access to tickets, you know. And so we, we went... We went a number of times, sit right down by the dugout, and it was really fun. There was one story about Grandma that uh, she went with Dad one one game with some people, and she sat right in front of Gregory Peck, 
who was a movie star. <laughs> yeah. And she could not focus on the game the whole whole night. She was so worried about sitting in front of Gregory Peck, you know. <laughs> that is great. Did um, did Grandpa take clients with you guys? No. Anything like that, or not was really. he, or was he the client? He was where the client. People were giving him tickets. People gave to him tickets. Him yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And then when I was younger, like in. When I was like 10 and 12, he would get tickets to the Los Angeles Rams mm-hmm. that played in the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. So I go to church, and then about after priesthood meeting, during Sunday school, he pulled me out of Sunday school class, and we go to the Los Angeles Ram game. And cool. It was, uh, that, they, won the, they won the championship in 1956, and so I was really amor- uh, uh, Really, really captured by him. I just love watching him. Um, interesting. The one, one of the things I really remember, and even to this day, when I'm around a cigar, the, sm- the smell of smoke of a cigar, it triggers this sitting in the Coliseum watching Los Angeles Rams. You know? <laughs> All these guys around me smoke cigars. You know. <laughs> But, did Grandpa ever smoke cigars? No, he never did. Uh, <laughs> that, that's a good memory. Okay, so let's talk. Let's stay with football. Let's talk a little bit about uh, your football career. And um, so you started, uh, I would assume you're you're always playing like backyard football growing up. Is that? Yeah, I did. I um we lived about five blocks from the elementary school, and across the street was a rec called we call it the rec center, and they had a large grass grassy areas, and so we after after school I would go over there and I'd have about five or six friends and we'd play touch football, you mm-hmm. know, and I played that all through elementary school. We did that, and that's kind of how I got caught into that and then so in, in junior high is that when you started playing tackle play, or when did you start playing tackle play tackle ninth grade ninth grade yeah, is yeah. similar to a lot of kind of how we do it here yeah it is well not anymore they start they really, play a lot younger yeah, now they play really young now but um so you started in ninth grade what position what position were you i played uh, halfback and i really like my coaches uh my coach was Coach Bastion. He he coached uh, the junior college for a while, and so he was. I think he. I don't remember. He had, uh, but he was coaching us in ninth grade, and I ended up playing right halfback. And the first game, we uh, had a reverse setup, and so I. I came around the left side, and and Gene Jardine gave me the ball, and I went around the left side, and I ran for a touchdown, and the, we won that game six to nothing, on that touchdown. And afterwards, this is my first game. The players picked me up, put me on their shoulders, carried me off the field. <laughs> That's the only time that ever happened. But <laughs> It was really big time. That's spectacular. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, were, did you guys have good? Were you guys? Were, was your were your teams good? Did you win more games than you lost, or what was? What were your teams like? Um, the, what was the, the group? junior high was pretty good. High school was brand new, and so it took a while. Oh, okay. But uh, but I have a memory in in tenth grade. I was. Uh, we were doing tackle practices. We'd uh, line up. We'd have we'd have guys on one side carrying the ball and guys on the other side tackling. And and there's this one big black kid. His name was Frank Stone, one of my best friends. Big, strong black kid, and just really a fun guy. But we kind of matched up. We ended up on on each side, and I was carrying the ball. And he was tackling the, the ball carrier, 
And uh, so we looked at each other and, and people around and they thought, well, let's, I want, we want to see this, you know. And so we got ready and we ran at each other and, and collided and, and Frank got knocked down and he didn't get up. And uh, it turned out he broke his nose, and and we laughed about that for a long time. But uh, <laughs> we, you know, I I wasn't afraid of big big guy. I give it my all, you know. And and uh, but there's another experience in the eleventh. I think I was in eleventh grade. It wasn't the senior team. It was the B team. We traveled to Ch- Chafee high school and on one particular play we kicked off and to the to the opposing team and I I I would ran straight down and the ball carrier he coming straight at me and so I just hit him straight on and and drilled him and knocked him down and uh, Steve Van Buskert came up. He said, Clausen, that was an awesome tackle. Well, I never got up. I was knocked out in that tackle. And I still remember the ambulance picking me up and taking me to the hospital. I was knocked out cold. And it was hours later before I came came to. Wow. But, so, so tell me a little bit about uh, the equipment that you guys were using back then. Because right now pretty sophisticated in the equipment that we use as far as the helmets go as far as the pads go the shoulder pads um pretty protective what what were you guys using back then well i always thought we had pretty good equipment because i would compare it to 1940 you know Mm -hmm. what they would use then so tell us about 1940 and then tell us about what you were using 1940 seemed like the the one of the 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 items that was uh, inferior. They were they did they didn't. I think they were made out of um, leather. In the forties. In the forties, yeah. Okay. And whereas in the fifties, they came out with some different types of material that were stronger. That uh, like what kind of material? Well, it must have been. Um, Acrylic or um, plastics, hard plastic. So you did have like a hard, yeah, a hard we, helmet when you I, played. I remember. Did that. you have a face mask uh-huh. when you played as well? Just one bar, just a bar. Just had, just yeah. had a bar. Uh-huh. So do you like when you were? Do you remember just getting clubbed in the face all the time while you were running? Like, did not that people tried, but I'd imagine you'd get hit in the face with just the one bar. I don't remember getting. I I I did get kicked in the mouth one time, and I have scars scars on my lip. But I don't remember uh, that being an issue as much as um, getting hit hard in my head and playing on the field half conscious. I I, I think I played a couple times with. Uh, um, Concussions. Concussions, yeah. 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 I bet. And probably at that time, they were, I mean, my guess would be they were not monitoring as as well as they do now. Oh, not like at all. Did you have... All. all they would say is, get up and go back in. Get you, back in there? You'll be okay, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's pretty scary. Yeah. And I remember a number, several times just wandering out in the field and just, and just getting in position and... And just not knowing exactly what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So other than the time that you got picked up and carried off the field, do you remember any particular games where like those were like your best games? It's kind of interesting. There's there's particular plays that stick out. Not so much the game itself, but plays and there's one play that I really I, like thinking about it was we were playing at the junior college and there's quite a few people in the stands and I was playing blocking back and my my 
my friend was the uh, punt returner, kick, uh, man that returned the punts, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. It was Jim Gretner, and he was really fast. And, and I was the blocking back, and so the punt went down to Jim, and he caught the ball, and he came around the corner, and there was two guys chasing him, and they were about to get him. Well, I doubled back, and I came up in front of these guys, and I laid out horizontally, and I wiped out two of them, and, and he was free. He ran all the way. And when I took those two guys out, you could hear in the stands a big roar, like, wow, you know, it was, it was pretty impressive. It, it was a fun tack, a fun block. Was, but um, I... What happened in my senior year is I got hurt and didn't play a whole lot. Okay. My, how, did, how did you get hurt? My second second game in the Rose Bowl, I was uh, was against um, Hoover High School from Glendale, and I was playing fullback. And they gave me the ball this one particular time, probably the second second quarter, and they gave me the ball, and so I ran into the middle of the line, and I turned sideways, and I planted my foot, and I was just just laying there on the pile. And all of a sudden, the whole pile came back on me, and my leg, my foot planted, and my knee gave way, and I felt, I can remember my whole body going over and just ripping my knee out. It was pretty gruesome, and that was two games into the senior yeah. into the senior year, and then yeah. was and then were you done or did you ever make it back? I I made it back against Muir High School, uh-huh. but I never had an operation on it, uh-huh. and uh, it was just a matter of giving it time to heal. And finally, I was excited to play against Muir. Finally, when the game uh, happened, I remember being on the field. Dragging my leg around, it I just, thought it just was not. I thought happening. this isn't going to work, and yeah. I took myself out. I just yeah, you're done. Couldn't do it. So leading up to that point, I mean, you're always you're the starting running back, right? Um, not necessarily. I played a lot of defense, and oh. I played um, I played outside linebacker, and. Um, and then I would I played both sides. I played both sides, but Haynes Howes was one of the guys that carried the ball a lot in high school, and uh, I I played fullback, so I was a blocking back a lot of the time. I and Cosinoy was the quarterback or the blocking. Hey, what do they call him? Kind of the quarterback, and um, we did the best we could. You know, we were brand new. Trying to put a whole new scheme together, and we didn't uh, we didn't win a whole lot of games, but we had fun, and I just have fond memories of it. Yeah, I was I think I was captain that year, and I think I was captain. I think I was captain for three years. So, um, okay, so you were really involved in sports. Were you involved in anything else? Like, did you participate in like choir or? band or did you do anything else or was sports like your main thing that you did sports was my main thrust but student government was also something that i did and and i really enjoyed that i i made super friends and uh, and i got involved with that we would um, you know just try to serve and have different activities and dances and things so is there anything about student government? Do you have any stories that stand out at all? When I was uh, when I was the student body president in the junior high, I would have occasion to announce the programs. And so I'd get up and talk to the, to the, the student body. And I remember um, the... Uh, our our principal, Dr. Wilson, he would, I think he would play the piano and sing uh, 
at different times. And I was introducing him about this, and I, I said, uh, it's tradition that Dr. Wilson will get up and entertain us and play the piano for us. Uh, last year, and I was going to say unfortunately, but I said, but last year, fortunately, he didn't. <laughs> I didn't live that one down. <laughs> really, I get tongue-tied up there, you know. Right. I, I think most of us would. Yeah, but there's like a thousand people in the audience, and so I was trying to make it work. Did, did everyone laugh when you said oh, that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What did your what did what was his name? Wilson, Doctor Wilson. What did Doctor Wilson say he to you? Laughed. About it? He laughed. He just laughed about it. <laughs> that is funny. Anything else come to mind as far as student government goes? Um, I one memory I I have is all these good friends that I made made in student government when I was about to leave on my mission. They held a uh, surprise party for me, and uh, they wanted to just send me off. And so they had a surprise party, and I went. And then they had a a um, pinata. Mm-hmm. They had a pinata there, and I finally knocked it down. And there was like ninety two silver dollars in the pinata that they'd all contributed and and uh, sent. You know, sent me out with that. I ended up buying a camera with that, and so that was that was a fond memory. But my 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 friends, I I'd match them with anyone anyone. They 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 weren't LDS, but uh, they just good good kids, and I still care about them. So tell me about um, tell me about what were some of the world events that were going on while during your like high school. Days, what were some of the what were some of the big social things or world events that were happening that were important to your guys' community and important to you? Well, the Korean War was going on at the time, and so that was an issue. Um, and now we're back at it again, <laughs> still fighting that war. Um, president Eisenhower was president president of the United States. He was uh, a general in World War II, very successful in World War II. And after coming home, they they wanted him to run for office, and he became the president of the United States. Richard Nixon was his vice president, and I think he was his vice president for two terms. Racism was occurring, but it didn't wasn't happening as much around me as it was around uh, the South in Alabama. And there were, you know, we get news reports of different things happening, but it never, we just life went on. We didn't really get that involved with it. It was, it was a wonderful time. It, uh, World War II was over and people were getting, getting established People were having children, and uh, there were jobs being opened up. Uh, pe- people were were buying houses and, and uh, establishing themselves, and it was really a happy and successful time. There was um, there was one cloud. It was the it was the Cold War with 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 Russia. There was kind of a iron curtain, or um, they had established couldn't couldn't go into the communist countries, and and uh, we'd hear a lot about that. But but as far as life itself, it was really a good time. What were um, let's see what is, what else did I want to ask you about? Tell me a little bit about um, what were like like what did you how did you dress? What were some of the clothes that you wore? What were some of the you know how 
what were some of the clothes you were wearing at the time? Um, I would, a lot of my clothes, I'd buy at pennies, go down there and buy shirts. I one, one thing that we would do, we would roll up our sleeves. If I had a short sleeve shirt on, I'd roll the sleeves up. That was kind of popular. My haircut was a crew cut. I, uh, it was kept pretty short most, most of my uh, years in high school. Um, wear Levi's jeans. Let's see. The girls, girls wore dresses most of the time. They didn't wear pants. They wore dresses. They had uh, a lot of skirts, a lot of blouses that the girls wore. Um, and uh, what was what was your like home life? Like what was like your routine at that time? In, inside the house, like how did you guys house run? What was kind of the routine of the house? My dad was really a hard worker. He uh, he went through the the depression, and he was really a hard worker. He ended up being a uh, butcher and a meat buyer for Market Basket. But my memory is that he would he would leave the house like five o'clock in the morning and he'd get home at six o'clock at night. Wow. And um, he'd do that a day after day and, and he worked Saturdays. So he just was a hard worker and and my mother, she was a stay-at-home mother, but she was a seamstress. Later years she became a seamstress and made dresses for for ladies that would come into the house. But um, I remember having breakfast, going to school. A lot of times I'd stay after for sports activities and then come home at night. We'd um, do homework. I remember on Saturdays, uh, my chores were to take care of the yard and I would mow the lawn and clean up the yard and I do that pretty regularly every every year or every every week, and um, radio was really a popular thing when I was younger. Before television, I was I think I was about eight years old when I had uh, when we got television. But before that, I remember listening to radio programs about five o'clock in the afternoon or on Saturdays. We listened to Roy Rogers and and um, uh, the Lone Ranger, Cisco Kid, Gene Autry, uh, Sergeant Preston, um, and I loved it. I just was amorized by it. I'd sit there and visualize, and and I still have fond memories of the Cowboys today. Um, are there when so obviously you knew I was going to ask you about your high school days. Are there any memories that you thought of prior to talking to me right now that you wanted to share? Is there anything that you feel like you haven't been able to share that you'd like to share about your high school experience? Hey, Bubba, he can come in. Hey, Kingston. Hey, how are you? Uh, yeah. Um. One family memory comes to mind is when uh, holidays were really important to my family. And and for Christmas and New Year's and Easter, we would go to different aunt's houses and we would celebrate there and have dinner. And my family was quite musical. And so after after we would eat, we'd sit around the piano and they would sing songs and my my uncle particularly had a had an opera voice, and my aunt did too. And and my cousin played; he wrote music for Walt Disney. So we had some just amazing times sitting around and entertaining each other. But that was that was a fond memory of mine. Do you have any times where, other than when you misspoke at that assembly, do you have any other times that you? 
feel like were embarrassing moments. Did you have any other embarrassing moments that come to mind? There's, you know, I, there are things I would, if I had to do over again, I don't know if I would do them. You know, I, you're what you are, you know, and I did the best I could and I've had a full life and I'm happy with what's happened with my family and with my children. I think that's the joy and the happiness that that overshadows any of these things that I wished I had done but didn't. And uh, just going forward rather than going backwards. There's one young man, and I can't pull up his name right now. It'll come. He was a Japanese boy, and he's a year younger than me in high school. And... and this is another another area that I didn't talk about, but I was in the key club in high school. It's a Kiwanis club, and we did different service things. But this this um, I wish I couldn't think of his name. He was he was a junior, and I kind of reached out to him. I tried to bring him in and tried to make him part of the club and tried to help him out, and so. Years passed, and about, it was like 10 years ago, he called me on the phone. He tracked me down, and uh, he, I'm not sure, I think it might have been a letter, either a letter or a conversation on the phone. And he said, Steve, I, I've thought about you for years, and... Uh, He says there's there's something there was something special about you in high school and I wanted to find out more about you. And so we started corresponding and I knew what was different about me. It was that I had the gospel in my life and um, I didn't come straight out and tell him that. I I said, let's correspond and let's talk. And so we started writing some letters, and I lo lost contact for, with him. And to this day, I think I need to get I need to get back in touch with him and share my testimony with him. And I surely Shirley Irwin helped me locate his name. He lives in, in he lived in. Ohio at the time, but I haven't been able to contact him. There's there's ways of finding him, and I I I know it's too late, but I I still want to do that. Something that goes along with that last story is my good friend Jim Gretner, who I played football with and became really close friends with him and his wife. He uh, married his his child, his uh, high school sweetheart. But after my mission, I came home and I was one of his ushers in his at his wedding. And I remember going to the re the rehearsal the night before, and his his parents were Lutheran and his future in laws were Catholic, and there was some discrepancies and some some words said that night and and uh, Jim's mother turned to me and said we're going to be all right aren't we as as Lutheran people and I I've always wanted to share the gospel with Jim and uh, I never have never have confronted him with it and a lot of my friends are the same way I have all these good friends and life goes on and I don't quite know how to make this happen, but I don't think I'm going to be happy unless I do. It's important that I have no regrets by the time when I end this life, and those are some of the, the tangibles that I need to deal with. So what I want to, what I think I want to do during these recordings is, I think at the end of each recording, depending on what we're talking about, um, like right now we're talking about high school, but I think I'd like you to give 
like what you feel like your advice would be. So like for anyone that's listening, you're going to have grandkids listen to this. You're going to have great grandkids and who knows who's going to listen to this recording. But for those who are going to be entering into high school, um, what advice would you give them or, or parents that will be parenting high school kids? What would you, what advice would you give people? Well, there's a couple things I've thought about. I had a really good friend. His name was Bill Webb. And Bill didn't have, he came from a, a lower income family and didn't have a whole lot of money. And so he was, he was uh, pressed into working in high school. And he became a butcher and just the nicest guy, a hard worker. But he, uh, he extended himself. And learned how to work as well as going to school. And and I look back on that, and I kind of use that model for my own children. Um, I didn't, I probably would have worked more had I had the opportunity and wanted to, but I didn't. But because of Bill, I thought, you know, that's something that my children can pick up on. And I really encourage them to work Um uh, and, and also in college, you know, I look at Jenny's children and those girls are going to school and they're working and they're making really good choices. So I, I really feel like um, that's a, an important ingredient for success is to to learn to work and to apply yourself and to combine that with school. Sounds good. Thanks, Dad. Dad, that was so awesome. Um, it was almost even better the second time as I listened to it and edited it. Thank you for doing that. That was great. Hey, we got a few bonuses just like last time where Savannah and Jenny sent me in some stories for mom and dad. So here are here's the two for dad. Hi, Grandpa. This is Savannah. Happy Father's Day. Just want to come on here and say that I love you and thank you for all the love and support that you give to me and everybody else. I couldn't ask for better grandparents than I have. You and Grandma are honestly the best people in the whole entire world. Um, I want to say thanks again for coming in and supporting me with school and getting a facial and Grandma coming in to get a manicure. Just the love that you give is just amazing and i just want to say happy father's day again and hope you have a great day hello this is jenny i've been sitting here thinking about lots of memories and stories that i have of my dad and one of the very first stories that popped into my head that to this day always has made a huge impact in my life is when I was younger and I was having babies, um, I remember mom was working and so she wasn't able to come over and stay with me like I wanted, but she she that always made sure that I was being checked on and I remember dad coming and during the day and he would come in the middle of his work day and take take time away from his job and come and check on me and one of the things that he would do is mop my floor he would take the time and sweep and mop my floor and serve me and make make me feel uh, important and loved by by doing that service and and I just treasured that treasure those memories so much of the time that he spent serving me. Uh, another memory that comes to my mind is when we were kids um, and mo mom would go different places and we always kind of look forward to, to 
having just my dad home, which didn't happen a whole lot, just having just dad. And while mom went away shop grocery shopping or, or visiting teaching wherever she was, dad would take time and he would spend time with us and we would do tricks, we would do different activities. But one of the things that he always, I always remember that he loved to do is, is hide us. And he would, um, I remember in kindergarten having a closet in my bedroom and he would hide, let's see at the time that would have been Jeff and me and Julie and Jason and probably well, no, I don't think Jeremy was in that house. So it was the four kids, and, and we had this little sliding cupboard above my closet door, and he he put all of us up there, and we were all up there. But he didn't hide with us. Just the kids hid, and and my mom would mom would come home, and she would she would have to find us, and Dad would tell her to go find us. And, and we had a lot of fun with that because he, he did that quite a few times. I remember the next house that we lived in, he hid all of us in the, in the attic. And he had, would have us hide up in the rafters. And I remember being so kind of afraid of doing that because we had to balance on the rafters. And I was always worried that I would slip and fall because he said, don't, don't step on the sheetrock or you'll fall through the ceiling. And I just remember being so terrified that one of us was going to fall through the sheetrock and, and create this big hole. But I guess, I guess dad, if anyone could fix that hole, if we, if we fell through and, and we would wait up there. And once again, dad would just say, oh, I don't know where the kids are. And he'd have mom go look for us, and, and I, <laughs> she eventually would find us. <laughs> but that was a crazy, that was some crazy times. I have lots of memories and stories of doing tricks with that, how he'd lay on the ground and he would let us stand on his hands and lift us up and put us on his legs, and, and then he'd flip us back, and then he would roll around on the floor with us saying steamroller and he would he would roll up, roll towards us and we would squeal and try to get away from him before he steamrolled on top of us and rolled over us and, and such good fun stories i i love my dad i appreciate him and love all that he does Hey everybody, this is Maddie. Grandpa, I was so surprised when I found out that you did gymnastics. Thanks for passing on your gymnastics skills to me. Can you guys believe that summer's almost over? I'm excited to get back to school, but I'm kind of sad that summer's coming to an end. The coolest part of my summer was going to Mexico and ziplining through a waterfall. I hope everybody has had amazing adventures this year. Thanks everybody for listening. Bye!